0: Welcome to show 110 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today I'm joined with Christina from Spunky Rumps. Spunky Rumps is a work-at-home mama diaper, and this is a fantastic show. I had so much fun chatting with Christina. Welcome back. My name is Bailey. I'm the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. And the other day, well, actually just a couple hours ago, somebody was like, you have a podcast about cloth diapering? What does that mean? Like, you just share advice on how to fold diapers? And I was like, no, 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 we don't really do a lot of that. What we do is we sit down with brands and parents and we hear their stories. We often learn about why they consider cloth diapering, how cloth diapering changed their life, and a little bit about their business. Because something that people do, especially in the business world, is we're not very good about telling people about our businesses. And so today is a great opportunity to learn about a business as you can tell my voice is still kind of on this oh my gosh what are you doing why are you trying to talk (laughs) kind of story so we have an ad today's show is sponsored and then we'll go into this story today's episode of the cloth diaper podcast is sponsored by happy behinds founded in 2015 happy behinds is the place to shop for cloth diapers today in the united states I would say that Happy Behinds offers the best in selection and diversity of products and value. Operating out of a 2,000 square foot warehouse, Jelena and one other employee are busy getting you exactly what you need when you need it. Happy Behinds offers many brands and styles of cloth diapers in addition to their house branded products. To shop the selection at Happy Behinds, visit happybehinds.com. That's Happy Behinds, H A P P B E E H I N D S dot And to find out which products are coming to you next, be sure to find their Facebook group because seriously, Jelena is bringing in everything and anything. And if you're looking for a one stop shop for cloth diapering that's better than Amazon, it's Happy Behinds. Happy Behinds also carries spunky rumps and so many amazing small creators and makers from across the world. Check it out, happybehinds.com. Christina, where does your cloth diaper journey begin? Where does, why, why did you start cloth diapering, and where are you and who are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, let's see. Where am I is the easiest one. I'll start with that one. I'm in California in the Bay area. Um, so, you know, we love it here. Who am I? You know, I'm a mom of one kid who is wild and crazy at, third, oh my goodness, how old is he now? 15 months. And then an older brother who's about almost four in a couple months. Um, And I started cloth diapering actually with my second because I had initially posed the idea to my husband with my first and he was like, no. So we took a break and I stepped back. And then with my second, I was like, you know, I do most of the diapering. So I'm going to do cloth <laughs> and kind of just spearheaded that. Um, and I chose to because, you know, the amount of diapers that you go through, even with just one child, is immense like you use how many diapers in a day disposables you might use at the drop of a hat just because they're you know readily sold so you don't even think twice about it if you get into um, the habit of that and then do
0: you have um do you guys have small trash cans in the bay area
1: small trash cans yeah you mean for the home yeah um we live in a condo so we have like a, a our own garbage oh, okay area so i've
0: um I've chatted with a few brands from the Bay Area, and you guys always bring up this this idea of of the amount of space and the amount of diapers and now it's so many and I was like i wonder I wonder if this is a connection if it's the small because my mom has quite a small can. In yeah. Vancouver. She only gets it every two weeks. And because they're seniors now, it's, it's a really <laughs> tiny itty bitty can. So it doesn't fit enough diapers for a week with one kid, let alone one or uh, two. So.
1: Now that you say that, we do have... Our cans are not, you know, they're not tiny, but they are pretty small. So to fit like a week's worth of garbage of regular garbage, not just diaper garbage is a lot. And then in the Bay Area, there's just a lot of people, you know, it's a a lot of people. Everywhere, so all you see is all this like commotion and garbage and people, and and so I can actually definitely see why that's a big thing for us here. Uh,
0: I don't know if you've heard of BC Boo. Um, Yeah. Janice at BC Boo. She kind of said a similar story to me, so I was just like, oh, I wonder if this is a connection here. Uh, Because yeah, I mean, trash access to trash really like varies. I love how uh, you identified with your husband that you were the one doing all the diapering anyways <laughs> so you're just gonna do it yeah. my way I didn't really give him any and choice here for you are, 15 months later uh, <laughs> launching a brand and being <laughs> like the whole diaper shebang I like dove in headfirst I guess yeah, <laughs> and I was snooping through your gram today and it looks like you've done like, where did this idea come from? It looked like you had done some good R&D and you were dreaming and dreaming and then you did a launch in the summer. <laughs> so how did how did you go from I'm going to do it to launching a brand in 15 months?
1: Um, you know, I think I have to give some of the credit to COVID <laughs> and having nothing better to do with my time. Um, but at the same time, when I started class I bring my little ones you know i started with g diapers and then i tried like a pol cover for a little bit and then we did slum fitteds and i was finding myself being like i love this diaper but i love this diaper but so there were a lot of like things that i was discovering while cloth diapering him that i wanted to kind of tweak um Mm -hmm. and see if there was a different way and then it was also about materials so i started like i think i like dipped my toe in and then literally fell <laughs> headfirst into research because i started researching and then you know it all kind of like piles on each other the things that you learn so you like open one little window and then you're like in a whole nother building of research <laughs> yes. and then and you textiles, just keep
0: going. textiles is I don't even know how to explain textiles. It's so wild because there's what you think, you know, and then you like casually open (laughs) up a book or you open up a browser. And suddenly I just think yesterday, Teresa Luna Paca gave a presentation Uh to us and She's talking about, like, the structure of the hair follicle. And I'm like, <laughs> who knew that this is where I was going to be one day in a conversation about yeah. the structure of a hair follicle and how it relates to weaving a textile? Oh, but man. it's just a can of worms. And it you get out of it. And once you're in it... It's fascinating. It's it like, is. A, it's like a art and a science. I was trying to tell my husband over the dinner table. I was like, like, you probably go into textiles thinking you're getting a master's of arts and you're doing this creative fun thing. And suddenly you're a scientist. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what you that my journey is found.
1: Total I digit. just got the. Have you seen the movie um, WALL-E? Yes. You know that scene where he's like, what is dancing? What is music? what is that's literally what I just thought of because you just sit there and you're like oh let me just click on that one little sentence what do you mean by that
0: (laughs) (laughs) you are somewhere which okay I saw that you posted a whole bunch of blog posts on your website is that why you're into you use Mm tensile and lysol? And why is Um, that? Why did you choose those fibers and the fibers that you're using at Spunky Rugs?
1: I chose Tencel because I, you know, when I first started it, I was like, oh, organic cotton. And then you're using stretchy diapers. And, you know, you start going into the world by exploring what's already available to you. So there's a lot of bamboo diapers out there. So I was like, oh, cool, bamboo. So when I initially started researching for what material to use for spunky i had landed on bamboo and then i kept researching and then i realized that uh well the i'm a huge fan of tencel because i realized that bamboo the way it's made is a little bit iffy the the process in which it's actually made into a fiber for clothing so um there's actually stories of like it's very harmful to the workers themselves and not just the environment. And yes, like you can go into a whole box of like what bamboo as a wood is sustainable. Like it's quick growing, it's fast growing. But once you start manufacturing it into a fiber, you have to chemically break it down and then it involves bleaching and all this kind of stuff to make it into this fabric at the end. And so I was like, you know, I wanted to see if there was something else out there. So then I deep dove again. And then I realized I came across the tensile fiber, which is actually broken down using amino acids instead of oh, amino chemicals. Acids. And so it's a little bit more... Not a little bit more. It's actually a lot more natural. <laughs> a lot no. More
0: because carbon disulfide yeah. is exactly nasty. It is
1: it's a like. lot a more natural. We don't use
0: it in the United States anymore. Exactly. Uh, yes. Okay. So amino acids. I was. Ter- I, I was. I wasn't sure what it was. I hadn't actually.
1: that's a rabbit hole I've been avoiding. Exactly. <laughs> It's a big rabbit hole. But once you go down, it's, it's fascinating. Like they use amino acids instead of the chemicals to break it down. And then once it's broken down, the process is actually much faster to break it down into a fiber. So it's quicker than what bamboo takes to break down. And then at the same time, the fibers actually come out naturally white. So you don't need to bleach it colors also it takes on color much deeper and so it doesn't involve as much water to rinse it out so all in all it was just like i fell in love with tencel. so but i i I couldn't see another fiber that i wanted to work with and then once i actually got it in my hands made it into a diaper and started testing it it like it was like magic it's absorbent it's slightly it has a wicking property to it um i mean it's still an absorbent fabric so it's not going to be like um it's athletic like
0: yeah. pencil used a lot in
1: um
0: athletic wear right mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. so it has a natural like wicking property um we have one of our i don't know if you know karen She's Birky? like no Karen Napoleolo, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know me, that but, name. Yeah. Um, I know. Okay. She's pretty big in the cloth world, but yeah. she um, she's awesome for us in like when she uses the tensile fleece, it wicks the liquid through. And she has an Instagram post about it. So she's going through the layers of the diaper, and the liquid has wicked through the top layer of the mm. tensile fleece and into. Uh, we use a hemp inside so it goes into the hemp and it's got some amazing properties. So when you look at the sustainability factor and then the fact that it is also sustainable for its workers and then you add on to it the fact that it is really effective as a diaper, I, I couldn't go back.
0: Lysol, I mean, we're, we are finally seeing a little bit of a, an uprise in tensile uh-huh. and Lysol coming into the market, which I am so excited for because Bamboo... It's scary. Um, I know <laughs> that was a that was a bad research. So you make Spunky Rubs is known for. It looks like one of your first big ideas was the pocket fitted diaper.
1: Yes, the, we had three ideas that we opened doors with, which which are still our main. And it was the pocket fitted diaper, the pocket contour diaper, and the B flat, which was our design of a pre flat.
0: I, um, I was looking at the pocket fitteds and I was like, why have we
1: why have we not done this? <laughs> well, the interesting thing is I was like, oh, we should do pocket fitteds. And then I went into research and it's not like it's a new idea, but I'm always struck by why more people aren't doing it. I mean, because yeah. I mean, some one
0: of like my biggest complaints that I get from parents about fitted diapers is all the tongues mm-hmm. and like a pooper. And so mm-hmm.
1: exactly. And that was my main thing because I'm sorry, but my least favorite thing about cloth diapering is having to spray poop. It is oh, like yes. my, uh, I, if I could give it to my husband every time I would give it to my husband every time <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be like debating about it. Um, So when I started out, I was like, I need to make a way for this to be easier. If I don't want to use it, I don't want to offer it. I was like, I, and with the other fitteds that I tried, that was my, my kids have messy poops, So I, that was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I was the pocket fitted habit that way.
0: Hey, really? That's how it goes. And then
1: the pocket
0: flat, is that the other one? is just like a contour with a pocket, mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. contour. And then the B, E flat. The B flat?
1: Yeah, we just say B flat.
0: The B flat and then the mm-hmm. B flat. And the B flat <laughs> reminds me of Nikki's E flat, but it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah, so our design... It goes well. It we has the wings, yeah, and then it. So we designed it so that when you unfolded it, there were less curves and gaps, so you could have as much absorbency as possible. So mm-hmm. it's it, it it. I don't know how to explain it in verbally. Uh, I think it was just like
0: uh, I have to pull them all out.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But Look, so
0: it I, looks like an interesting surge move that you're making there though because you have this you have this like a uh, snake arm almost this curve yeah. through it
1: yeah so it, it, like i wanted to lose as little absorbent fabric as possible oh, so i wondered. You, it, it's like a it, it's not even curved out you're just literally like sliced in and then the wing is there uh, yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way to explain it. It's basically just a flat that has a
1: slice in it. Yeah, on both sides. So like, it's two slices,
0: (laughs) two slices. Yeah, two slices in it, and then that helps give you that flexibility to fold it in if you want to fold it in. And then I have have to fold it in. You can't just (laughs) leave it hanging. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) And then you know, I have boys and. Boys are front wedders, so that's why the tail is there. There's an added little tail that you can fold upward and in to give you more absorbency in the front. Oh, uh, yes, okay. So it yes. is planted towards front wetters. That's a lot of absorbency. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that, what is it? That is a lot of material.
1: Yeah. Do you find that it's too much for some people? Um, it's actually hasn't... I haven't heard that it's too much because it's two layers of French terry. So it's still very trim.
0: Okay. It's just like, well, yeah, that's a lot of absorbance Mm -hmm. material. That's going to be a good soaker.
1: You can fold it different ways. So if you needed less, you. So I used to fold the wings in like three times. Well, so that there were three in thirds and then the tail in half and up. And then as they grew older, I would just fold the wings in so it was in half or even just like all the way. So it was just one full oh. you know, and the okay. tail up. So it's like a, you can change it up a little bit.
0: Okay. I pulled it up so I could like visualize it. <laughs> yeah. We have to include an image, guys. Well, you guys can go to SpunkyRamps.com and you can look it up yourself. <laughs> how, how has that process been of
1: designing and creating products you know it's exhilarating and nerve-wracking and you know you have a lot of anxiety of like putting your things out there and getting feedback but at the same time it's pretty exhilarating I've always loved creating things and you know I don't think my mind ever stops for two seconds so it helps to have something to work on um and I love I really love the like nitty-gritty of testing and then tweaking and then testing and tweaking and trying to find the sweet spot. Um, I kind of love doing that. So,
0: <laughs> Do you think you've, I mean, so you've only been in business 15 months or so, not even when did Spunky Rumps, Spunky Rumps launched.
1: Spunky Rumps launched last year, August, August, we opened and we're ready to take orders. Um, do, you think
0: you're, do you find yourself, do you feel solid in your designs? Are you still tweaking?
1: I mean, I feel like I'm in a place where I can be okay with my designs, but I am never close to the idea of tweaking them. Like recently, I had been sewing in my tags. So we, that's also being tweaked, but we used to use scraps as tags. And so I would stamp onto scraps of previous prints or anything I had left over so that I was able to use every last bit that I could. And Mm -hmm. I have been sewing them into the diaper, into uh, like where the baby's uh, rump would go. (laughs) And then recently we tweaked that. So we tucked that into the pocket instead. And we had recently come out with a heavy wetter contour whose pocket had a hemp insert sewn into it in a way that it would dry easier. But one of our testers had told us that the hemp being so close to the rump and then more layers of tensile behind it was not as helpful as it could be. So we switched it around. So the pocket is actually on the outside with the hemp Mm. on the outside. So I feel like there's always room for improvement (laughs) is my thing. Like once (laughs) you stop improving, I feel like you're holding yourself back or once you stop, thinking that you can improve, you hold yourself back. So I'm I'm always ready to edit if I need to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> always ready to edit. I mean that's really that's really the truth. Hey and you <laughs> hey, we're always improving and tweaking and thing, but okay, but what's in the name? What's funky ramps? Like and you had this name pretty early on. I was yeah. so snooping. I was bored. <laughs> I thought the time was wrong, so I've been deep in your Instagram. You knew you were going to be Spunky rums right off the bat, Christina. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. I You know, Rump is a little bit obvious. We're yeah. we're okay. primarily right. a cloth diaper, but Spunky came from well, I Spunky
0: um, with a capital Punk.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So this is it's two parts here. I think. Yeah. Tonight. So there's a little like a little wink wink happening um our big thing is holistic sustainability is a big thing for me like when we talk about cloth diapers a lot of people say you know environmental sustainability but i i've always been like the environment is important yes but especially now community sustainability and our social well-being is really important i think And with COVID and the current situation, especially in the United States, I think it's very important that we're always aware of how the community is faring, how um, colored people are faring, um, just in general, how we are interacting with one another. And so Spunky was in a little way of like, Uh, hopeful I mean we are clothing the next generation so my idea was I wanted them to be nurtured and to be our hashtag is embrace their spunk so it was an idea of like how are we nurturing our next generation to be able to interact with one another? How are we um, able to allow them to shine, um, allow them to have their own individual voice, um, be spunky? And, you know, punk in the definition is... Sometimes rebellious, but it also is like a little bucking of the system, like being like being able to shine light on things that people maybe necessarily may not want to talk about all the time.
0: (laughs) Um, Uh, You know, I had no idea where this conversation was going, and this was not it. I mean, not that I knew where this was going. I don't Um, think I knew where I was going. I mean, embrace their spunk. I think that hashtag really uh speaks yeah. to where what you were trying to articulate there too and that <laughs> I
1: went on like a complete tangent I hope everybody knows that it's like 9:30 at night
0: I mean, we don't always. I mean, they don't always. But I was just like, you are always as a spunky. I, I mean, some people have like these generic, oh, I don't know, yeah. I just pick the name stories. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. it's like poetic meeting of rebellion and community <laughs> and wanting to change the world and defining punk. And I was just okay we are here for that <laughs> i know, like not yeah. to, to pull up like, definition of punk i mean i get i get you i know where these like yeah okay informal tra- yeah okay let's do it there you go I mean, it's a fun name too. Yeah, I mean, and it's fun. it feels
1: Asian American, and yeah. and you know, I I feel like in there, it's also kind of a little who I am. You know, I've always been a little rebellious. I've always been a little wow. loud for an Asian American. <laughs> uh, I can hear my grandma in the background being like, you know, you're so loud for you know shh, just a little bit. <laughs> so good okay for my kids. Quietest <laughs> <laughs> one in the room. <laughs> yeah so uh it's it's got a lot in the name but the spunk part was something that i kind of gravitated towards especially for little ones who are you know very spunky they're naturally oh, very they, are, spunky. they
0: are so spunky aren't they? <laughs> that's what i want to start using my kids are spunky <laughs> not rebellious they're spunky. <laughs> 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 what has been like one of your biggest challenges since launching that you've kind of overcome uh, and navigated?
1: I mean, I don't know if I've overcome my okay, biggest well, challenge. You is... Overcome
0: it. is there something you're just <laughs> challenging with? I mean, yeah, I forgot how young you were when I was writing these <laughs> questions. Like you've only been in business like seven months. Yeah. Chatting, so
1: we're, we're baby based still, um, What? Well, but The big challenge for us right now is balance, mm-hmm. like balance of work life, balance of family life, balance of work in general and how to, you know, balance growth with what I am capable of at the current moment. Because um, you're
0: sewing by yourself? Yes. Yourself. It's all, and mm-hmm. do you have a, do you
1: have a full-time job? Are you mom job? Mom job. Mom job, so I don't have a full time job, so that 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 aspect of the balance is at least you know mm-hmm. this is this is everything that I have invested in, and I am full on all spunky <laughs> all the time um but yeah, the balance is a little difficult with two little baby ones and um well
0: yeah, four <laughs> and fifteen months is like. <laughs> That's some good energy. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How do you find time to sew?
1: You know, you find a little bit here and there and you go and quickly, you know, cut one here, go back. You need
0: to order. Is that what <laughs> I was noticing? Yes. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And the made to order part helps a lot, um, but it's still, uh, we have pre-orders, so that keeps things rolling. And I'm realizing that I may need help sooner than I realized, Uh, which is a blessing in disguise. But at the same time, I'm a little like, wow.
0: (laughs) Also overwhelming, you know, sometimes uh, scaling is not always the adventure people want it to be. I think Uh, there's a little bit of mix in that. Mm -hmm. Is it learning? You don't have any snaps on your products, do you? No. Snaps? no you don't have any P- uh, cam stamps Mm-mm. no no that's usually like a first job people outsource like hire a snapper
1: Uh no <laughs> some teenager
0: to come stamp the stamps because they just hate <laughs> it uh, but you don't have that so <laughs>
1: nope I don't even know what you're talking about no so yeah don't. exactly
0: she gave me the weirdest look yeah, uh, right. and even like because you sell Humbert wool in your shop you sell a little bit of everything oh I sell of everything Bumby you yeah a full kit mm-hmm. Humbert doesn't even have stabs because Stephanie hates yeah. snapping too it's well, like we
1: did Bumby we do Bumby we don't do Humberd yeah bumpy oh,
0: <laughs> I, even, I named it stephanie so i knew what we were talking about yeah, I was yeah just, okay. stephanie was just talking to me like oh, oh snaps
1: girl. no 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 we don't do snaps no 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 oh boy although you know.
0: think now that like i don't know two years ago he wasn't into the idea of cloth and now his wife has a cloth diaper business that so she's sewing out of the playroom <laughs> while the kids are playing
1: I mean, you know, he knew the type of crazy he was signing up for. What were you before? Like, do you have
0: Um, a background in sewing?
1: Actually, me personally, my background in sewing was, like, all the way in high school Mm, when, like, home ec. But my grandmother actually was a tailor and a dry cleaning service, and she did all the sewing. So I grew up in it when I was very little. So it's, like... A Very ironic kind of poetry to me that I am doing <laughs> there's this. Also, now.
0: There's like, um, <laughs> there's this weird knowledge transfer that comes with like growing up in it, even if they like, yeah. like, don't teach you. It's just like you know, you hear the words all the time, and yeah, and like, like I can you kind of intuitively know it, even <laughs> though you nobody told you anything. My grandma's a quilter, and so she quilted and sewed clothes and everything through my childhood, but I was never formally a dot, but. I get behind a sewing machine. I kind of know what to do, so I don't.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know, out there, love just transfers. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I like when I listen to my own sewing machine these days. I like get taken back to when I was five, and you know, you just hear that sound all the time. The like that. <laughs> I like played around her dry dry cleaning all the time, and it just brings me back every time. And there you
0: are making diapers and helping people <laughs> clean them, probably. Uh, <laughs> right, just right back where she's at. What your grandmother who thinks you're the loud one? What does she think about rumps?
1: She thinks it's amazing. Although she was like, you know, I mean, she worked very hard when she was doing the dry cleaning, so she's mm-hmm. a little bit like. I can imagine that this is hard for you. Um, make sure to take breaks, but she's extremely mm-hmm. proud. She <laughs> she laughs though. So she's like, I never would have guessed watching you run around a <laughs> five that you this is what you would be I doing. Mean,
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody can yeah. <laughs> predict that anybody is going to end up in the diaper business. I know. Um, <laughs> just like, it's not on the radar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it is not.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask you about the future, but I think we kind of already saw a little bit of a snippet that yeah. like, you're trying to juggle a little bit of that growth and what, what happens mm-hmm. next. Uh, do you have like a five, 10 year plan? Are you kind of going day um, by day?
1: Five, 10 year plan. I am going day by day, but I, I I'm like super motivated and I I'm like really motivated by the people that I get to meet and we have a Facebook group, but everybody in there is like so full of advice and love and it's it's amazing. So um, it's been giving me like visions of the future and I would love to be at a place where I have help and the idea of help is not overwhelming. Um, um, and you know, working, outside of my home (laughs) in a work environment and I recently just started rolling this idea into action of a handmade WHM compliance specific marketplace where it is collaboration all the time and so it would be on Facebook but all the WHMs we could find who are compliant and in the cloth diaper business and adjacent apparel business um, would be within the group every month, would showcase one brand um, just on a rolling basis. So there's no sort of like voting involved, nothing. It's just to showcase one maker. And it would they would present a theme, and that theme would be um, – for the month's market and four or five, I haven't really landed on a number, um, makers would join in on that theme and they would share in that marketplace. So they would share one theme, they would share that market day. Um, So it would be like a, like a celebration of WHMs, but somewhere to find everybody in one place and be able to kind of try and um, see what everybody has available. Because I find that, Cloth diapering sometimes is very slanted to pockets and covers, and it's very hard to kind of find your footing in the WHM world and um, like a community there. But recently there was coincidentally somebody who like threw a whole bunch of us into a chat together. And it's been amazing to see that community. Like we're talking, we're sharing, we're sharing anxieties and we're sharing advice and we're sharing. Um, So it's been really wonderful and rejuvenating to not feel like you're in this space by yourself, making and creating um, and trying to like, sometimes it feels, you know, very competitive and it's nice to just like not have to feel the competition. Yeah, so, and, uh, and
0: you should, um, we should connect and see how the Caltaper Industry Alliance. Yeah. Goes absolutely and help or support or create spaces um to amplify any of that i mean that's a lot of the work that i'm doing as well uh and one area i haven't really tapped into is WHMs. just as it's, there's a lot of you guys and i don't even know where to start <laughs> i mean i the work in my network space and it's slowly trying <laughs> to grasp everybody together yeah um if people want to shop with spunky rumps if people want to find you online where do we go
1: Uh, We are at www.spunkyrumps.com, and we are always in our Facebook group, which is Spunky Rumps VIP. You can search that term and we should pop up. Um, We're very active in that group specifically. So if you had any questions, wanted to find it, that is where to go first. So that's for sure.
0: All right. Christina and I could have chatted forever, but. Nonetheless, we both needed to go to bed. So that is the show from Spunky Rumps. I hope that you take a time to go follow Christina, go find Spunky Rumps on social media. She is fantastic, as is all the creators out there. And if you're looking for somewhere to purchase the best selection in cloth diapers in the United States right now, be sure to check out our sponsor, Happy Behinds, at Mm happybehinds.com. I'm so excited to bring you today's show. I encourage you to subscribe to our newsletter at the Cloth Diaper Podcast Podcast.com. If you're looking to work with me, whether you're a person who has a story to share or a brand looking to find some community, be sure to reach out. Bailey at coffee podcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you online.